0: Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is Dr. Bo Bruce. Imagine we're all coming down today from what must be the most spectacular feast of American culture, Thanksgiving. Most of us probably set aside some time for family, food, and even football but I hope that some of us also set aside time for what the holiday was originally proclaimed to be by George Washington back in 1789, a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many and signal favors of Almighty God. Yet it seems likely that your Thanksgiving was not quite like our gospel passage. You may have had a lot of folks around the table at your Thanksgiving dinner Perhaps you were responsible for eating and maybe even responsible for the cooking. And even if you were responsible for the cooking, perhaps you had to feed maybe 10, 20, 30, even 50, but probably not 5,000. And did you forget anything? Always seems like when we're cooking at home that something random needs to go get picked up at the store in the middle of Thanksgiving if you're lucky enough that the store is even open and you have to go make a quick run for it. It seems like the disciples really made a faux pas here. They forgot the food, all of it. And it gets worse. There's so many people that they need a lot of money to feed these folks. The passage says that 200 denarii wouldn't be enough for even them to get a little. That's a year's wages. I I heard on the news that Hosea Feed the Hungry uh, had an army of volunteers served 8,000 people this Thanksgiving. The disciples count them twelve. Jesus, uh, that's not hardly an army. So even if they had the money and the people, there's nowhere to buy all that food. After all, stores didn't open back then on Thanksgiving. So it looks like they're going to need a miracle. And of course, Jesus is ready to deliver. In fact, this passage tells us that Jesus is setting them up. It says that this was a test, a temptation taken from the word from the very name of Satan, or how Satan got his name, the tempter. Was Jesus being fair by testing the disciples? Well, they'd already seen plenty of miracles. We heard at the beginning of the passage that people were following Jesus around due to all the healing that he had done. So why should they doubt? And yet they did. And how many miracles have we seen and forgotten this year? How many things do we have to be thankful for this year that we should remember? How many things should we be thankful for, but yet turn them into some sort of curse? Perhaps something in your life has taken a turn for the worse this year. And it's easy at those moments to blame God, or at the very least feel like we're somehow suffering, yet instead, as Christians, we believe that all we have is from God. And therefore, we should be ever thankful of everything that we do have. None of it is ours. All of it comes from God, every blessing that we have. And so even if we lose something, even if it seems that something was taken away, we should remember it was never ours to begin with. But some might still say that's not fair, or at the very least, not very comforting. After all, couldn't God just give us everything we wanted Well, he could, and in fact, he wants to give us all that we want, at least everything that's in accordance with his will, which is hardly something to sneeze at. Joy, hope, love, eternal life. Shall I go on? God wants us to have a bountiful, amazing life. He's not the one taking stuff away. God is the one that created us to give us a life of joy, love, and abundance. If it were up to God, we would always have a cup that runs over with those things. And so why do we not experience that all the time? Why, even if we recognize that all we have is a blessing from God to be thankful for, do we experience that sense of loss or that sense of not having it at all? Father Thomas Hopko of Blessed Memory often said that we believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, not the magician, the mechanic, and the fairy godmother. God is not some sort of genie in a bottle who answers our wishes. Rather, if we want to experience the abundance of God, we must recognize the beautiful abundance that he has and seek, ourselves, seek to align ourselves with it. When we do, then we will find the bottomless well of living water. There is darkness in the world. There is sadness in the world. There is utter and total defeat in this world. How do I know? Because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, man and God, God himself experienced all those things in his brief sojourn in this world. Our God accepted the darkness. He took it on and he transformed death itself into life and recreation for the entire world. That's not magic. That's reality. And our God calls us to that same reality. He calls us to take up our crosses, that darkness, that sadness, that defeat, and calls us to transform it into joy, hope, and life eternal, just like he did for us. Yet just like God, we are not magicians either. After the initial creation, we do not see God do anything else, ex nihilo. Everything God starts with some substrate, something in partnership. As we orthodox say, something synergistically with God. In our story today in the gospel, he takes two fish that people caught. And St. Peter would tell you it was hard work catching those fish. He takes bread that someone made with some skill and a bit of art. If you've ever baked bread, you know it's a task that requires a combination of skill and some art. God starts with something we bring, something small, and transforms it into food for thousands. Likewise, we have to start somewhere. And we just need just a little bit of praise, thanksgiving, faith. That's all we need to bring to God. And from that, we can feed 5,000. In fact, we can feed the world. We can feed ourselves with God's help. And so here we are, the Church of the Advent, something small, but full of faith and thanksgiving. Thankful today for another beginning, another Advent, a new place. Together, We will transform this moment into something that will feed more than can fill these walls. And in time, I believe the world. Today, it starts with you, me, just as it did that day about 2,000 years ago. Just as the disciples learned that day through faith and thanksgiving, we will see that when it seems we have nothing, we have it all. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Talks at Advent homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.